On dispensers of pets, going out at the cons, Renaissance fest, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real record. Damn it, Jim, I'm not This is Lon Lopez from the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Is anyone there? Can anyone hear me? Ron Lopez, broadcasting from the Fanboy Planet podcast. It, can anyone hear me? Lon, Lon, this is Derek McCaw. Also Derek! broadcasting from the Fanboy Planet podcast from a different undisclosed location. Derek, you're alive! Lon, you're okay? You survived the rapture! Are you okay? The Judgment Day! Yes, are you okay? Wait, technically Rick says it's not the ra- it's the Judgment Day, not the Judgment Day. Anyways, I survived! That's excellent. That's hey, it. Hey, guys, guys. Alon, they had your ma- Mountain Dew. Here you go. Oh, uh, Derek, they you. were all out of the Diet Vanilla Coke, but uh, Pepsi, you wanted that. They didn't have any of that. I got your Diet Coke. Is that all right? <laughs> this is hell on earth. No! Uh, I, I could go try another store. And scene. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are at the Fanboy Planet Podcast, coming to you from Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara. Which, surprisingly, is still standing. Absolutely. I'm going to say the mighty Carson Art players do have nothing to fear from us. Uh, no, so no, Rick's going to fix it in post. Oh, thank It's going to sound awesome. They haven't had any work in years, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I know. That's why they have nothing to fear. Uh, and, of course, with me is my faithful announcer, the one who will still be podcasting, broadcasting long after the apocalypse. I like to call it apocalypsing. That, that doesn't. Well, I'm going to work just, it out. I'm going to work. Say it. who you are. Apocalypse cast. Apocalypse. And anyway, anyway, that's uh, Lon Lopez. This is Lon Mad Max Lopez. All right, and across from me, the guy who can't get his Coke and his Pepsi straight, moral compass podcast producer, and a hanger on at the local Seven Eleven, Rick Brett Snyder. Mm. You know they, they, they have Thor Slurpee cups. The Judgment so it's Day could come. And Rick just wouldn't accept it. He would just keep going, and no. he'd just be like, "How many of us are going to stand up and say, I do not accept that judgment?'" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He'll I'm just sorry. keep walking by. You missed me. Come on back. Mm-hmm. We'll be all bored now. Yeah. Bored <laughs> now with your it's apocalypse. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to happen. I reject your demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I almost wanted to happen just to see how well that works. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we've got some comics news. Talk to the hand. Some movie news. <laughs> Can you imagine if you could do that to the apocalypse? Uh-uh, sugar. <laughs> Sorry. Talk to the hands. Uh-uh. Sorry. I did no, not, you did not just do that. I did not sign up for this. This is not what I was expecting. The four horsemen I'm gonna be just, in my, they just pull their horses <laughs> around. Ooh, I'm going to be in my trailer. I'm, oh, I'm, that I'm, happened. Yeah. Oh, snap. You yeah. have a lovely house. <laughs> so... Uh, anyway, so let's talk some comics. Uh, this is uh, some big things. I want to talk a new comic on the stand before we forget about it and make sure that we acknowledge a new yes. comic that is revival of an old comic. Yes. The so, Rocketeer Adventures uh, from IDW. No, this is... Lovely. It's kind of like a, a comic. It's like a movie revamp in comic form. Uh, no, I would actually say this is a continuation, and that's what's great, is that there really wasn't that much original Rocketeer material so before. Like a story and a half. Yeah, and... Well, actually, two stories. If you get the full uh, two and a half stories, if you get the full uh, graphic collection from right, IDW, right. 
I was horrified when I picked that up to discover that I had actually missed an issue with you the first time around. So it was nice to see, oh, here's a story I haven't actually read. But uh, it's uh, it's been a while. That was like 90, and then Disney did the uh, film. Uh-huh. And here's the thing I'm, I'm going to put out there for people. Maybe someone can answer for me. Probably Bill Bossert because he's the one who responds most often to these, and he seems to be uh, a little more connected sometimes. To the he's movies. a listener. He can use Google. Yes, he can. Is that I have a suspicion that The Rocketeer, which is uh, one of my favorite comics adaptations, uh, the, movie. Uh, yes. the movie, directed by Joe Johnson, who is directing Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really haven't seen a good DVD release on that. I know they did do a DVD release of oh, it yeah. when DVDs first came out. It was in the, you know, the Disney white case when they didn't do anything special with it. It was just, yeah. it was just put out there. And I'm wondering if, like Dick Tracy... If there's so many rights issues that Disney would end up having to share the money with people they don't want to, that <laughs> Disney doesn't share, they're not not particularly well. No, uh, that they maybe don't they well don't want others. they don't want to do a good uh, DVD release of uh, of the Rocketeer or Dick Tracy for that matter. Which I admit I don't don't re- I don't remember Dick Tracy as fondly as I do the Rocketeer, you but know, that, it would be nice to uh, see those both. That would have been something I, I I'm pretty sure they haven't because that would have been something I would have picked up in a heartbeat if I'd yeah. seen that on the shelves. Yeah. So, um, but no, anyway, I remember. Most I, have a, I, I have a good friend who spent a summer uh, in working for Lucas Arts, which I think did the special effects for uh, that. Luca, yeah. Luca, Lucas uh, Film. ILM. Yeah. Um, industrial Light and Magic, right? Yeah. His his entire sp- summer was spent hand painting the fire onto the different cells for uh, for the Rocketeers. Uh, awesome. Yeah. That Jet sir pack. was an honor. That yes. was a whole summer. Yes, uh, and so you were about to say you remember oh, most. Oh, the thing I remember most, you said you don't remember Dick Tracy that fondly. I was going to say, what I remember f- most fondly about that was the fight scenes that were sped up and fast forward. Do you remember that? It's like no. Warren Beatty, like when he would fight people, if you watch it again, yes, they they watch it? the fight scenes. They overcranked it. So or undercranked like, it. Yeah, they cranked it so it make it look like he was going yeah. faster than he really was. Yes. Looks terrible. Okay, so there you go. I'm, I'm not necessarily missing that, although I think it's very lush. Colorful film. I want to talk about The Rocketeer because this week, IDW, who not only put together the collection of all the original material in some fantastic volumes uh, and different levels of fantastic volumes, uh, now it's got The Rocketeer adv- Adventures. So, got Oh, so like a kid's version or something? No, no, no. It's a top top. I just creators. thought anytime you put adventures after I know, something. I know, but not here. But uh, in this case, it's top creators doing short stories. About the Rocketeer, and the way it's the way it's done is, I think even the three stories sort of tie in together. Is that an Alex Ross? That cover? That is an Alex Ross cover. So you start with that, then you get a John Ca- first short story by John, John Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, um, which he looks really much a lot like Dave David Stevens. Uh, David Stevens. David yeah, Sims. Not Dave Sims. Totally different creator. <laughs> he's, but I think he's What's drawing it. Doing I think he's using belt. his style and then drawing. In the style of Dave Stevens, and it is awesome. And Betty Page, apparently. Well, Betty, yeah. that's the that's what originally was. So oh. I, I assume you never did actually read the Rocketeer. I did not. Okay. Yeah. It is in fact Dave Stevens who is responsible for the Betty Page revival. Oh. Because he put her in and the he Rocketeer. Did the Betty Page's book, and then he found Betty Page and brought her out of retirement and well, uh, he interviewed her in um, yes. respecting her privacy. Yes. So, but he well, respected probably was showed up at the was, Playboy Mansion. She became she became well aware of. But she, her we fame never saw a photograph of no, her. No, and I, I'm all for that. Yeah. And then uh, Mike Allred does a short story. Um, so set a little later than the first story, and then finally uh, you get Mike Kaluta, 
It was just awesome. With a story by Kurt Buschek set uh, what, what the Rocketeers doing during World Great War Two, and it's just it's just a beautiful book. Um, definitely respectful in the vein of what Dave Stevens was doing. This is a three ninety nine book. And is it three ninety nine? It's only three ninety nine. It is, and but it, I, I I did not balk at paying that because this is just amazing. I love it. So uh, this is like my favorite fun of the week. And then in the back, uh, a little talk about a little article on Dave Stevens. And unfortunately, we lost him too soon as an artist uh, because he had the uh, hairy cell leukemia, is what they call yeah. it. And uh, as he passed away at the age of fifty two, he was not a very f- should we say fast. Artist, but when you see the look, you know the look of his work, it's understand, understandable. It's, it's worth noting that uh, in the you know how a lot of the publishers are doing the dollar reprints, and yes. right now there's a dollar reprint of the Rocketeer first issue, which is astonishingly beautiful breakthrough artwork by Dave Stevens. Which Lon, right now I'm going to say, spend that dollar. I might spend four ninety nine. There you go. I think you should. On uh, that $1 book. Uh, well, that would be just silly, but that's what? okay. You can't. Oh. That's why you can't handle money. Uh, no, I want to give more money I to understand. Dave yeah, and But it's not going to go. Then, then buy five copies of it. Okay. okay. You know, All that's right. Fine. And then give them, okay. to, give them to local children. I have several of the T-shirts from, from uh, Graffiti in the original. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I have the little metal pin. So great stuff, and I'm very excited, and I have way too much of the movie stuff. All the bubblegum cards. I have unopened packs. I've uh, got Billy Campbell's shorts. What? That's just from something else, though. Okay, I don't want to know. That might not make it into the final cut. What? It's all right. Um, he was my rocketeer. Okay, so let's uh, talk. You know, uh, as we are getting, uh, and IDW is down in San Diego, so I can segue. Of course, we're getting close. We're, what, a month and a half, two months to Comic-Con. The cra- it's about Ooh, two months. I can to about two smell months. it two from months here. To, to Comic-Con. And uh, it was announced uh, early this week, or maybe it was even late last week, that uh, a group of independent comics creators, and not not small names. These are actually some pretty big names among this. Upstarts? Upstarts, if Rebels? you will. I've indeed. A taken, rebel alliance? Taken over the San Diego Wine and Culinary Center, which is across the trolley tracks from the convention center. And they're opening a, a, basically a club called Trickster, and that I is spelled with an exclamation mark. And Trickster, they're going to have panels and talks and demonstrations of their art, and that's where they're going to hang out. And let me let me read to you some of these people. All right. Go All ahead. right. Ready? Give it uh, to me. Scott Morse, who's I know a local boy. Yeah, he's from Santa Clara. Went to high school with him. Yeah. And, I and that think, is true. And I think he actually acknowledges it, and that's what's so amazing yes, about it. absolutely. You have a better track record of acknowledgement than Chris Garcia does, so I'm yeah, very impressed by thank that. thank you. You are welcome. Steve, and I'm an actual award winner. Steve Niles, Bernie Wrightson, Greg wow. Rucka, Wow. Mike and Laura Allred, who we just mentioned there, worked on the Rocketeer Adventures. Scotty Young, who I think is the guy who's just now drawing the Oz books with uh, with Eric uh, from Shanauer. Marvel. Uh, Eric Shanauer with uh, Marvelous Land of Oz and uh, Ozma of Oz and so forth. Uh, Jim Mafood. Love that guy. Okay. Mark Andreco, who is the creator of the modern Manhunter, the woman Kate Spencer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fabio Moon. Andy Kuhn. Steve Purcell. Well, I think is he's the guy who created Sam and Max, isn't he? Uh, under uh, Freelance Police could be. Uh, Doug Tenopel, who is the guy who created um, Earthworm Jim, and most recently his graphic novel from Scholastic, which I reviewed, uh, called Ghostopolis, which is great. Hmm. Uh, so he's uh, wonderful, and he does Cat Scratch on Nickelodeon, though I think that's not on anymore. But uh, he created that show. Uh, David Mack. Uh, uh, Kabuki or Kabuki, she? and then he did Daredevil for a while. Yeah, didn't he? okay. Paul Pope, 
who did uh, does a lot of things, and Mike Mignola, creator of Hellboy. Mm, nice. So, and it's opening Tuesday, the week of Comic Con. Wow. So it's an extra day. So it's kind of like Comic Con has suddenly got its slam dance, like Sundance Film Festival. Do you festival. need a no. pass to get into this? Uh, no, there will be there will be events. They said that will be ticketed, but in, but for the most part, it's going to be open as a gallery. Get a glass of wine. Walk around, look at the talk art, to talk to creators. Cool. Love and it. So I love it. It's kind of, uh, it's been interesting. And I'm hoping that uh, we can use a connection and see if we can talk to one of them about it before we get down there to come. Use our what? Connection. Or what? I didn't, um, I didn't so hear I mean, you. I just He's trying not to tra- name drop. Oh. Because okay. it's your name to drop. Oh, okay. Fine. Uh, I want Lon. I'll make some calls. I right? want Lon to pay back the money he owes to whoever it is what? that won't talk to us <laughs> and then see if they'll talk to us. Okay. Um, so you're oh, saying it's a long shot? What? I had my pee, uh, but one's not. You know, a guy that we've I, that uh, has been kind of a friend of the podcast, Joe Keating. Um, is Love that guy. Joe Keating's been working with an artist named Frank Cho. You know who Frank Cho is? I do. Yeah. So here's our connection. Actually, he draws great little animals. He does, and he got the rights to them back this week, and has announced the why Muppets? why Liberty Meadows has not oh. been around is because Sony bought him to see if he they could turn it into an animated online series, and then felt that they were too risque and then that there's they were, only one character on well, two yeah, characters no, no, on that. no that his but that his script was too risque okay so they toned it down and then they decided they didn't want to make it an online they wanted to make it a uh a primetime animated series okay which was then not apparently risque enough because they wanted to be like family <laughs> guy and so it's been in development hell for three years and that's why we have why he stopped doing liberty meadows for image comics oh, but now he has the rights back, and he is indeed doing issue thirty-eight of Le- Liberty Meadows wow. will be available. Yay! It's been years. Now, know, for the benefit f- of the court, but it's a funny, funny book. Could you please explain what Liberty Meadows is? Liberty Meadows is about a young man named Frank, who is a veterinarian at a wildlife refuge called Liberty Meadows. Wait, didn't they already make this a movie no. with Brendan Fraser? Oh, that was uh, animals hate something with audiences. the fur or something. Furry vengeance. <laughs> Furry vengeance. Yeah. No. Yes. No. No. Oh, okay. uh, they didn't have brandy. And brandy is the voluptuous uh, woman who works there that Frank secretly had a crush on. I think eventually, by the time the series ended, he had confessed they dated, it, and, and they've started yeah, dating. Yeah. But so she, he had a taste of brandy. But she is gorgeous, and her sister. And no, no, no. You're confusing it with PVP online. She has a friend who is uh, yes. You are confusing that with PvP online. I don't read PvP Another online. Another great, great online webcomic. Um, but Who's anyway, uh, but she does have a friend who is blonde, who is evil, an evil vixen. Okay. Uh, so. And then, but all the animals are like: there's a duck, there's a there's Chicken. a angry little former circus bear, circus bear, yeah. Uh, and they're very funny characters, very funny a frog story, and uh, so um, okay. looking forward to its return. All right, very funny stuff. A pig. That's right. There's a pig. Rick knows his animals. He does because he has a C and say. Which one is this, Rick? And occasionally there are monkeys. Yes, because he draws himself as the monkey boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And now, uh, let's see. In, we mentioned Disney a little earlier about Disney not sharing, but what Disney does really well right now is synergy. So at the end, what, of, is, what is that? That means that they're using all the different companies they own to combine into one huge conglomerate oh. to get more of your money. Spin and spin and spin, but and not suck yours. the money but right out of your so wallet. So it's kind of like Pepsi 
owning something and then putting it in their Taco Bell stores or something like right, that. Right, something like that. Yeah. So uh, in this case, it is that last Monday night, I believe, is when Castle is on. That's the uh, Nathan Fillion detective series. Yes. In which he plays a detective novel writer who's teamed with a cop and investigates crimes in New what York City. What a novel idea. Indeed. And at the end of it, uh, they tease that there's going to be a Castle graphic novel. And mm. there have been well, just one or two novels. There have been two novels that have been penned. But here's the thing: is they're not actually adaptations of episodes. No, they're, they're written they're, by Castle. They are the they are the the novels that Castle Nikki, allegedly Nikki has written. Nikki Heat novels. And so uh, Brian Michael Bendis is going to be writing ah. uh, the book, the graphic novel, ad- quote unquote adaptation of Richard Castle's novel, Deadly Storm. Uh, with a with a writer I don't know named uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick, and Lan Medina is going to be doing the art. So is that not a Nikki Heat story? No, uh, Deadly Deadly Storm is one of the Nikki Heat. No, all the story the Nikki Heat no, no, stories no. all said something Heat or something like that. Or no, 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 no. Nikki Nikki Heat came after. That was his new character. Oh, that's right. Deadly Storm was the was was one of his previous. Derek Storm was the uh, name of okay. the character. Okay. Deadly Storm. Okay, I'd forgotten. So I remember the, the Derek show sounds really name. good. Yeah. Oh. It's for thinking people. Though. Oh, yeah, because Deadly Storm, that's a great name for a that book. you would have come up with. No. Yes. Uh, and now, here's the thing where the universe is really going to change. DC might be relaunching every book from number one in September. Because every book? Every one of their titles. Wait a titles. minute. Ready? Like Wait. A- when did DC turn into Marvel? Yeah, here we go. Well, when Flashpoint came out. Now, we're well, this is week one of our experiment. Ready? So, Rick... Is only reading Flashpoint, That's the true. main book, and I actually, after reading the first issue, I'm kind of regretting that. <laughs> Me too. No, but I think, I think no, you no, meant it, it differently. I meant it really differently because it was really quite good, and I can see how it could be oh. an isolated event by the way they set it up. And I like all the characters in it because I hated Flashpoint. Right? Yeah? You did tell me that, and this week I read the Booster Gold time because I I agree that most likely I will probably be reading all of them. Uh, so I read the Booster Gold tie-in. Yeah. Uh, which, and I can't decide. Also, re- did you read the Flash Road to Flashpoint stuff? I, I did not. Did you did? So tell me. I so think you come up with that? I thought you bought both issues last yeah, week. Yeah, like they fight. Z- oh, and they fight Zoom, and he disappears yes. into the timeline. Yes, it really was. I mean, it really revealed nothing, at least to it's me. It's just going to be something, some event that's going to pop back up later. Uh, in yeah, the I, I would agree with you there. I think that the Road to Flashpoint thing, there was not much that really mattered, other than explaining that Zoom has a new power. That Zoom, Kinda, had, yeah. that Zoom but I mean, has figured out that, that... Nothing they couldn't have explained in Flashpoint. In the, in, right. The speed force itself is actually time. And that Zoom has now learned how to age and de-age himself and steal age and de-age other people. But still maintain his consciousness yes. across those periods. Yes. Okay. So he in, in The Flash, he's been disguised as a young boy, taking uh, the life force of people that were like kind of junior knockoffs of other superheroes and and aging them forward into old people and they're dying of old age even okay. though they're only like 12 or 13. All right. And then he escapes at the end of uh Road Road Flash point by uh by aging himself into being like an 80-year-old man and just wandering away. No one recognizes who he is. Uh-huh. Um so then you get to Flashpoint which is just basically Barry Allen waking up in an entirely different reality. And no special event, he just kind of opens his eyes. 
Yeah. And it, what's really cool about that is the narrative from the start isn't exposed to be who it is until the end. Right. And yeah. and at and in Booster Gold, the same thing has basically happened. Booster Gold, who is whose series is now based about him traveling through time and, and fixing odd points in history, uh, now can't go anyplace else and is stuck in the world of Flashpoint, but remembers the other world. The other world. As so does he Barry seems Allen. To be, he, seems, he and Barry Allen seem to be the only two characters that do. Yeah. But Barry Allen doesn't have his powers, right? Right. Because whatever happened, he didn't become Flash. So uh, we're going to go with I'll, – I'll start over here because you texted me last week and said, was Flashpoint the biggest waste of time or what? And um, so why didn't you like Flashpoint? All right. Um, first of all, let's just go to the basics. I thought it was a very boring book. There wasn't a lot of action. Um, there was like maybe towards the end when all the heroes were talking about the world they were living in. It was just a bunch of heroes on a roof talking. And then at the end, the big reveal comes. And you're, and can we spoil it by now? I, at this point, it's been a week yeah, sure. later. Yeah. So the big reveal is like, well, this Batman, they're trying to get on their side. Turns out it's not Bruce. It's Bruce's dad. Thomas Wayne. Who watched his son, his eight-year-old son, be murdered. What? Right. And so, which, okay, I don't, but, okay, so yeah, it's an alternate kind of take on a character. And I don't think anybody's ever actually taken that take. So right. I thought sure, that was interesting, but not like Interesting, but surprising. not like ground shaking. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like, oh. But it could be turned into something interesting. I think it's it's an entire, uh, okay, go ahead. Well, no, 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 but I mean, basically to me, though, I was like, I was reading it going, didn't we? Isn't this Age of Apocalypse? I mean, isn't this just another it is kind of Age of Apocalypse? And I loved Age of Apocalypse. Oh well, didn't they go to the well of Age of Apocalypse like four more times afterwards? Yeah, of course oh, that they was did. Marvel. Do you see? No, I know, that. but I'm just so saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I honestly though, if I'm just looking at the bottom line, I just thought it was a boring book. Okay. Nothing happened, and then when the big shocking reveal came. It wasn't really that shocking or big. It was just it was just a there was a lot it was of, just a plot point. There was a lot of definite repetition of points, like knowing that you were set, setting up that Citizen Cold, Captain Cold, yeah. poses as a hero for reasons unknown. Everybody knows that he's not really a hero, but nobody seems to be able to prove it. Um, Is there? Do they still have copies on the shelf? I don't know. I'm you gonna go, go grab one. You guys, keep, yeah. you guys take Rick's take, take on it. Go ahead. Because there's there's one frame that me and Dave K looked at that did not make sense. Okay, I good. think I know which frame it is. Well, then I, fine. It didn't make sense to me either. Um, Your jacket's on the floor. You know, for me, a, a first issue to a series is is not necessarily where I'm looking for the payoff. So I was I was enjoying being this well, book true. actually issue one me a bit more. issue one is going to be all set up. Yeah, but you have to remember that Lon went twenty full pages, not just six. <laughs> Um, and he went all the way through that. Sure. So, uh, but issue one is well, kudos to Lon for making, especially it when you're going through. It's a you know, it's the first act. Yeah. And it's setting up who all the players are. However, what I'm trying to figure out, and I'm not sure that I'm going to buy this. Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to buy it, but, it, but that I'm going to accept this as an explanation is. It seems to me that whatever for whatever reason, if Barry Allen doesn't have his powers, if he's central, yeah. I might even buy that. There's something about Barry Allen that is. The, that is crucial to other people's origins. I get that, but what I'm not necessarily accepting is that um, <coughs> the absence of the Flash makes Wonder Woman and Aquaman 
evil. Evil. I, I don't and, in, and in Booster Gold, and it's not only Age of Apocalypse, I'm going to give this one to you. In Booster Gold, it is revealed that this is essentially also Atlantis attacks. That Aquaman has basically become Namor yeah, yeah. and has attacked the West Coast. Right. No, I buy that entirely. The, the, I mean, I understand that, that premise. I, I don't know that Barry necessarily has to be the nexus of, of the change. He could just have been affected by the change, but not affected in the same way as everyone else because of his connection to the Speed Force and to time. Could be. And so that's isolated him in the same way Booster, who's traveling through time and makes it back to this space, right. me- remember it. So he's prob- I, I'm not betting on him being the focus of the change. Okay. I, and I just enjoy I had a lot of fun... With the characterizations, you know, I'm more, I'm more a Marvel guy than a DC guy I have been. I've been reading more DC. I enjoy DC, but DC for me is definitely a lighter universe. It's 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 it's, it's it's not as complex, I like it. Yeah. not as complex as the Marvel universe. And the I don't know a lot of the characters as deeply as I might other ones. And so when I was looking at the Sorry. the kind of rogues gallery, it that, damn it, Lon that um, had been brought there. I was I was having fun with like, okay, so each of the Shazam kids, right? Where, yeah, who's each, each one? Letter, figuring each out one each one, one of them is a different letter, letter so they're going to be each one's a different god, which right? explains why it's captains, uh, why it's um, agents of Shazam, and right. why it becomes Captain Thunder, which was actually the original proposed name. And I'm of still Captain trying Marvel. to guess the um, the guy who they call. Uh, uh, I've forgotten the name. He had a. Um, this guy, the the I black hooded guy, the black hooded guy with the, like the and he re- he gets referred to. Uh, somebody tells him to shut up uh, later on. Uh, Farouk, they call him Farouk. Who? Uh, the guy with the black hood. This guy right here. Oh, uh, Farouk might be Sinbad, who is kind of a forgotten character okay. in DC lore. And then Sandman back there, yeah, looking kind of. I, I I'm just in, I'm just enjoying the the premise here and kind of wandering through this universe in a first issue and going well this I like also the fact that it is isolated from all the other books unless they well and, and what this. is established but here we'll say and what is established in uh, booster gold is that whatever it is 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 cutting off access to the 52 worlds this is shade the changing man right that is shade the changing okay. man so it's a combination of the Steve Ditko version and right. the vertigo but version. I just feel like there was no like central like okay they set it up as like Barry trying to figure out what's going on that's the panel that bothered you right it's like I have no idea what's going on on this page it's the the business of the car and him hitting his head other than he hits his head he and hits his head the and page. then you turn the page and he's somewhere else and I'm like okay so is that meant to are we getting an implication that not things are still in a flux state that or oh, I think he's hitting his head like just in frustration, then deciding, oh, I'm going to drive out to Wayne Manor. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the panel before the, says very, I break for no reason. Right, I I break, break he's, no he's reason. up and too close, and then all of a sudden, boom. and there's a honk, you know. And normally he yeah, doesn't that's drive. Just bad. That's, yeah, it's, that's it's bad. a weird uh, so transition the pa- to yeah, the next. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then the other thing too, it's like what he's going to find Batman. Yes. But then he's going to find... Sorry, let me turn my mic this way. He's going to find Batman after at least eight pages of just heroes expositing. You know what I mean? Or like... What it is establishing who's everything. Yeah. And But I will say, and here's this the thing. This is boring. This is not a book for someone who does not know 
the DC universe because it, this is classically. I, don't know. I, I, I know the DC universe, universe probably more than the average person, and, does. and you're enjoying it. But and it, I'm enjoying more it more than the average person. But there's a lot here, like what's going on between the Pied Piper and Citizen Cold. Right. You have to. You well. It, it deepens it to know the history between those characters. And I've and read the, I read the Rogues miniseries that came out last year, and yeah. I read you know so I kind of got got that part of it. Yeah, but it's definitely you know, a lot of this is excuse set up. Who's here? What are the spinoff books going to be? I like the fact that Thomas Wayne has made Gotham look more look like something that's been run. It's it's like his own LexCorp uh, or Lex mm-hmm. uh, LexCorp all over the town, all the casinos and stuff. Yeah, it's it's Vegas. Gotham's yeah. become Vegas. Yeah. Um, so I, I I see. And he has a death wish, and it's not see, at all subtle. I see Lon's point, and I'm all I'm. But I'm. Probably I mean, did we through. really need a splash page? Almost. It's a. Well, it's yeah, his three well, see here, following uh, the last 12 issues of The Flash, yeah. yes, for people that have been following The Flash, that's a big deal. It's a big reveal. And the splash page is always that's that's the big reveal, that Barry She's Allen's alive. mother is alive. Yeah. You know what's funny, though, too? Dave Kay had a comment about, and if he's listening, Dave, it's for you. So he falls down the stairs, and he's right in front of his mom. And she goes, are you all right? And then, uh, you know, so then they do their talking or whatever. And then later... Um, so what does it say? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, we talked about, about dad, uh, and she says something like, "Do I have a car?" No, no. She says something like, "Did you have you fallen on your head or something like that?" Or after she just watched him. After fall on she his just head. watched him fall on his head or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say something. So anyway, by but August, the last week of August. Only one book is going to ship the last week of August from DC, from the main, their main universe, and that's going to be Flashpoint number five. Interesting. And then the event that comes after this is oh, yeah. the dark. And if you check solicitations, it is very clear that in August, almost all their mainstream books are there's, there's these major storylines that are coming to an end. Like everything is now. We, how do we define mainstream? Meaning, I'm not including Vertigo. I'm not including like any of their. Um, so all the Batman books, books all no Batman books, no Superman books, no superhero books are going to be shipping. Only one will ship. So Red what Robin, about Green Flashpoint number five. Nope, Flashpoint number five. They just survived the dark. Yeah. It's night. Everything's coming to an end. Okay, Legion. It's a mainstream superhero book. Okay, but Legion's in the future. Not if there's no future. Wait line. a minute. Not if there's no future. What happened to hi- hyper time? Not if there's no hyper time. <laughs> hyper time doesn't right. work. Remember, okay. I tried that. It's not working. I think we need to move on. Well, before <laughs> we move on, though, just one last point on this flashpoint. For for a big event that they're trying to push company wide. Yes. If I'm new to DC and I go I'm to pick, a, pick that up, right? You're going to read and it and go, should. "What the heck? What was that? It was stupid. I'm not going to read it anymore." Yeah. So. Flashpoint fails at that point. But there haven't been many of these big events that you could say anybody could just come on and read it. I mean, none of the 52, none of the countdown. I mean, you just wouldn't pick any of those books up if you've never read but you DC could, You before. could argue that something like Blackest Night at least has action. You know what I mean? At least had zombie fighting and, and, and you know drawn stuff. This is a whole first yeah, issue. Yeah, that Blackest Night, always, the zombie fighting was just like step and repeat through the whole thing. No, no, I'm but not. there's a huge section of the audience that loves the step and repeat. Okay, and I, I agree with you and that pained look on your face that it gets wearing on me. Yeah, it's just like I mean, I, if you're picking up one book and reading it, yeah, sure. But if you're trying to follow the whole damn 
series then well wasn't you know, kind of final tiring. crisis like that too like yeah and, and final crisis kind of left there, a lot of dc a, people but behind a, but there's a huge section of fandom that uh, and I, I don't judge him for this it's like that things like that, that they're that appealing to something very visceral like that that's what they want to see over and over and like when i've heard people talk about the avengers animated series and uh, to, to switch companies but the avengers animated series about how like oh you saw graviton and he lifted all this stuff out of the ground it's like yeah it's an animation yeah. it, it's not that big a deal i mean you know yeah we've been reading about graviton for years yeah. that's not a new thing it's a 20 year old storyline but but you know somebody's like i'm finally seeing it it's right. like you know yeah. and Something and i right. go it's sort of like that scary I moment. thought it was kind of cool and i've known about graviton for a while but i just thought it yeah, was but cool you, that you touch on cri- uh, on on crisis on infinite earth nobody's they've never done it better than that that was a long thing it was incredibly complex well, there was a lot of fighting in it every issue brought in new storylines well, but it was, the first, story time lines. it was it, but it, it was, was the first time it's never been done better but what about like marvel secret wars i mean marvel secret wars still that was horrible really the that first was, one and i'm i'm a big fan of of that but that that was such a shallow premise and a shallow but I, book. But I thought it was a great way to do a, a superhero crossover. Oh, oh, don't you say that. That artwork is Mike Zek is oh, one of my oh, favorite oh, artists um, of all time. Let's move on to movies. Um, huh, huh, this is gonna, you shut your mouth. But the way you felt about Flashpoint, uh, yeah. it was boring. And uh, I'm going to say that's pretty much how I felt about Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? Um, Stranger wait, Tides. wait a minute. Wait a minute. The fourth movie in yes. that franchise in is... Gonna not deliver? What? what yes, Derek? it was. It was kind of bloated. Wait, what was the subtitle of that movie? On Stranger Tides. Don't oh, it like, wasn't called For More Money in uh, Bruckheimer's Pocket. That will be. Don't you have like oh. so many stars in there? They can't all be phoning it in. Um. Yeah, they can. Uh, um. I, I would just say I thought was, Johnny Depp had integrity. Um. No. Oh. I would. Uh, it was directed by Rob Marshall, who is new to the franchise, but it, I think it directed The Lion King and. Um, Contributed to something else musical. I think did he work on Chicago? Um, uh, but Gary Marshall. But I, I could, I very clearly that the fight scenes definitely have more of a musical director's sense of choreography, and so there's kind of a like, little energy with that. The banter in there, a lot of jazz hands. Uh, no, but you know what? I, but you know what I mean. It, the cameras moving around like this guy. These. Oh, okay. He's filming the fight scenes like dance, so I can actually see what's going on. Okay, a that's lot good. Better, better than, than Transformers. Well, anything would be, wouldn't no. it? Um, no motion blur? No. Uh, but, uh, and there was really good banter for conversations, but the plot just doesn't quite hang together. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Good banter with Penelope Cruz? A little bit. Okay. A she can bit. barely speak English. How but, do they have uh, good but banter? But definitely between Jeffrey Rush and uh, and Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. And uh, who else is thrown in there? Oh, uh, Ian McShane as Blackbeard. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. He's definitely having fun. I enjoyed that part of it. Uh, the mermaids are interesting. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, but as far as an arc, as far as plot lines, it just sort of the movie just sort of starts like a Bond film. You're in the middle of, or you're you're seeing the end of one uh, Captain Jack See, I like adventure. That. Oh, that's a good idea. I, yeah. I didn't have a problem with that. But then it sort of then the plot sort of gets going, and this is the pacing thing. There are three forces looking for the uh, Fountain of Youth. Oh, that's nice. And for about an hour, the movie forgets to go back to the first force, which is the Spaniards, and to the point that the audience has forgotten that the Spaniards had <laughs> anything to do with it until somebody says, 
Well, what about the Spaniards? How about the magic Spaniards? Meanwhile, across the ocean. audible gasp <laughs> yeah. in the audience. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> All oh, right. that's right. There was a yeah. third force going on. So, and, and then you're never quite sure what they're going for. So there's no real tension with it other than it's a race when actually everybody has a different agenda, but they never establish what the, what the Spanish agenda is okay. until, until the very end. And it's like, that's not how you build suspense, you know? So, well, what I want to know is how were Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley? Non-existent in this film, so what? I give it thumbs up for that. There we go. What? Uh, there's a new pay, a pair of pale young lovers, and one of them is a mermaid, and she's really attractive. Oh. So, um, so is this setting up another? Is this setting up sequels or uh, more like my the prayer? Which it was this entirely self. John, it is self-contained. It, it just sort of stops, but after Johnny Depp makes a kind, of, kind of echoing the the pithy thing about immortality that he said near the end of the third one. Right. So it's kind of like oh, you're repeating ideas you've already had except now you've got, you're establishing what the fa- the fountain of youth but, uh, and that's not a spoiler that's from the very it's beginning, film. that's what it's about and if you've seen these things you know that's where it's headed but uh, Johnny Depp himself has actually said they were very eager to start they've got a script for the fifth one and he said um, let's wait a little bit, let's just let this, let there be an actual um, reaction Reaction demand. Or, de- or demand for it. Yeah. You know, let it Before be. Before we make the supply, well, because the because he started this week yeah. filming with Tim Burton, Dark Shadows, where he's playing Barnabas Collins. Dark and Shadows. S- that's very close to the theme song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only there were only there were lyrics. That's how I I just wrote them right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you you're just so clever that way. Uh-huh. I also have the themes uh, lyrics for the theme song to ER if you ever want. That we'll go there later, though. So. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so he's beginning that, uh, and I think he might make a good Barnabas Collins. We've talked about that before, and then he goes into the Lone Ranger, where they've confirmed this mm, week that sounds sexy. That Army Hammer, uh, Winklevoss, who, wing, the wing, the Winklevoss twins, and uh, the sa- no, he and, just played the one and Satan's other son on Reaper. Oh yeah, and uh, it would have been Batman in the George Miller Justice League adaptation. Is definitely playing John Reed, the Lone Ranger. Uh, Wait, he's the Lone Ranger. Right. You said the Long Ranger. No, I said the Lone no, Ranger. Long. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're just drunk. No, I just... Yeah. yeah. The Lone Ranger. The so. Lone Ranger. Um, mm, that sounds hot. <laughs> who was that masked man? I wanted to spank him. Mm, so, um, Ranger. Mm-hmm. What? So, anyway, uh, the, the big controversy this week over is that Johnny Depp is making sure that Tonto isn't just the sidekick. They're really beefing up Tonto's part. And everybody seems outraged. You know, how's that? It's like... But really, they announced Johnny Depp. He was the first person they had to anchor to the to the movie. Do you think Johnny Depp was going to be the secondary? Yeah, character? exactly. He don't play fiddle second fiddle to nobody. No, but if you you know you watch the Pirates movie, at least with Barbosa, he's willing to share the screen pretty well. And yeah. definitely in this one, Blackbeard Ian McShane definitely takes a a good chunk of it and a good chunk of focus. That's what you'd expect. I mean, especially yeah. in a fourth book, uh, fourth movie in a series, you you want to introduce some new. Well, I mean, essentially, isn't the Lone Ranger and Tonto basically just the first buddy cop movie? I mean, isn't that kind of what they do? I, I mean, don't know what was going on. Isn't it like Lethal Weapon in the Wild West? They, uh, buddy, and, Tonto always wants to kill himself. No, they didn't. No. He's wild. No, no. He, he Your partner's actually, reckless. It's actually much more like uh, much like the Green Hornet or, or one of those ones where there is an Well, of course, that does make sense being that Lone Ranger came first. I know. Yeah, yeah, but, I know. Uh, well, I mean, doesn't the Lone Ranger want revenge because they killed all his other Ranger buddies? Yes, his brother. They killed his brother, Ranger but he continues Rick, past that. I think. Texas Rangers. Ranger Smith. Ranger Smith. Ranger Smith. Yes. 
and he's being pursued by a talking bear in a pork pie hat. Oh, oh, Mr. Ranger. Exactly. I, I might actually go see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be a good plot. Anyway. Um, I'm curious to see how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I'm, seen a good western in a while. When was the last good well, you say it in a while, but when was the last even western? True grit. True grit. True grit. Okay, sorry, I didn't see that, so I missed that over the Young vacation. Guns before that. I will be half no no Plays of Glory. I, no, there it. was that one with um Kevin Costner directed the open range. Oh, no, okay. that was, was the one where the or Roseanne Barr played a cow, I think. Oh, no. That was open range. Oh, no, it was Home on the Range. Oh, was that? Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, that <laughs> Talk Disney. about typecasting. Oh, that Disney cartoon. That was yeah. that was horrific. Uh, actually, yeah, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that good. Lord, there was like 310 to Yuma. Speaking of movies. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. There was uh, people that, uh, uh, you know, movies coming back. Titanic will be returning. So what you're saying is th- that my heart can go on. In 3D. Awesome. April 6th, 2012. Are you excited by that? I've never seen that movie start to finish. Really? I just never got into the hype or the, f- you know, everybody, like I didn't go. You weren't dating when it, when it came no, out. No, I was not. Time. I'm going to say f- um, until Avatar, the number one movie in box office history you had not seen start to finish. Nope. Never saw it in the theaters. Never rented the DVD because I never wanted to. Okay. I was like, everybody's like, oh my God, this beautiful love story. Leo DiCaprio is over there. Hey, Winslet's nude in it. Yeah, but she's a nude in everything since. I so. was just trying to get you get your attention. I All, you what you could have said was Billy Zane's in it, and I might have went, oh, the Zane or but, Han, Yes, Billy yeah. Zane is in it. Yes, but still, and then it, no, but the thing that set it off the, the worst for me not Victor Garber is in it. They were like three hours long. I was like, no, nah. Not gonna do it. That's prime drinking time for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. While other people were out watching other people live their lives, I was out living my life. How about a movie that, <laughs> um, or watching people live their deaths? Uh, a movie that. Wait, 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 uh, wait, but stop for a second. In 3D, the only thing you want to see in 3D in Titanic is the ship going down. And that's the only thing that's going to be in 3D because that was all computer rendered, so they'll re-render that in 3D. So no, they can and they'll post-process everything else. Post-process everything else, yeah. Right, but what I'm saying, though, is is the whole movie going to be 3D? Or that's at one they're point, they're just going to go, put on your glasses now. No, I think, I think <laughs> it's going to be an icon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When he says iceberg, dead ahead, everyone <laughs> put their glasses on. Oh, Lordy. When the iceberg appears in the upper right-hand yeah, corner. Everybody wants to see Leonardo DiCaprio sink into the water. <laughs> or, I mean, in like, 3D, in 3D. fade away from you. Yeah. Oh, no. Can I just loop that? Isn't there a scene where, like, tickets, please? Which I, I mean, will like, say, I mean, three D, and yeah. I think it was post production. But who the, wants to see that but old lady I will, in 3D? I will give this at least that Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, that on Stranger Tides was in three D, and it was probably one of the least bothersome live action three Ds I've was seen in a long time. Was it shot in three D? I don't know. They don't shoot movies in three D hardly. I don't think it was. I think it was post production, but okay. I'm not positive. If it was post production, it was the least annoying of the post productions I've seen. But was it darker? A little bit. Been. I actually experimented just a little bit and took the yeah. You know, put my glasses off. It was it was, a little bit. There's no way for it. Not, not as bad as Thor. Okay. Not as bad yeah. as Thor. Okay. I'm and so glad I saw Thor in 2D. I will not see it again in 3D, but I'll probably see it again in 2D. Yeah, I'm gonna check that again. Like me and Nate and I think Salazar went, and we were like determined to not see it in 3D. Yeah. Well, 3D didn't really add anything to it, and, and so uh, 3D adds nothing to any movie except Avatar. How about Thor 2? You're Thor too. I am Thor too. I'm sorry. You're Thor. Thor. Um, I, no, I don't want to see any movie in 3D. But do you want to see a Thor too? Um, um, sure. 
Okay. You know, what I'd like to see is a one of the cosmic Thor stories. In well, a rumor has it that it's uh, that we, with the Executioner and the Enchantress. Okay. I don't know if hot. that makes it. I don't know if that makes Lindsay it cosmic, Lohan. but rumored taking that as uh, the Executioner as, as, as the Enchantress uh, because she's so enchanting uh, that uh, Jane Foster would make it to Asgard. Asgard. Okay. Asgard. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to see one of those long boats in outer space. That's what I want to see. Yeah, you know, I'd like to get to floating between I the just planets. Want Beta Ray Bill. That's I want to see Beta Ray Bill. You say for the third one, or Chris Hemsworth turns into a giant frog. That's not going to happen. I know, but wouldn't it be awesome? I just want him to have longer hair and no beard. Is that too much to ask? You're a classic Thor guy. I love the classic Thor. But I- even uh, in the current, isn't he bearded in the current comics? No. No. No, they shaved it back off? Yeah. I mean, if they're going to give him the current it's the suit. Ultimate Thor that he, is. he was. There was a po- point where Thor was kind of powered down and had to wear the armor. Simonson ran, ran it, and he had a full beard at that during that, yeah. that run. Yeah. He had, like, did scars that, on his face or something, Did that too? bother anyone else in the Thor movie when he says, I strip you of your power? And his... Chainmail armor came I off. I liked it. Uh, it was it was a it's visual clothing. symbol. It was a visual symbol. Yeah. Okay. It's chainmail. I got it. It's kind of like it's enchanted armor, isn't it? Yeah, sure it is. Is it? Yeah, Everything I think is. it is. I oh, think okay. yeah. So right. that's what I, I I accepted it from. Ghost that. with a hammer. And so my we're, Thor were sleeveless. I've they're, said they're this looking, many times. They're looking to rush it so that uh, it may come out in 2013 alongside Iron Man two. So that the Marvel Universe will keep Iron Man three rather. What do they got to rush? What do they got to rush? Chris. Take off your shirt. Natalie, well, get over here. 2012, you get the Avengers, and then you go into the Say a couple the, lines, the throw your thing. hammer. Maybe you're going to have a Thor 2 for 2013 to go along, and then we'll yeah. see what happens with Captain America. This you know plan what? these things are two of me a year. I'm a happy boy. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. The Rock as the executioner. They're going to go for it. Hmm. Could work. Vin Diesel as the executioner. I like that better. I, I like that better, too. I don't know why, I, but I do. Okay. Okay. I hope that Let's do it. Okay. Kevin Feige, I know you're listening. How about some TV news? Are we done okay. ripping on any, all the movie uh, stuff? Do you have any, anything movie-wise you want to rip on? Oh, I, we didn't get to the... Mi- we'll end with it. We'll end with our our announcement about something else. Okay. What? I'm not sure. I don't remember. The I keep talking to... Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, well, we'll get that. This fits in with TV and comics. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay buddy. Um, yeah. Okay? I'm getting sleepy. All right. Well, then I, here's what's going to keep you awake. All right. That it's announced uh, this week that uh, there's going to be a Walking Dead board game. Whoa. Which totally takes me back to the days when you could get board games based on every TV show possible. And they all sucked. But I don't know if this one will. Not so to kids. who's making it? Uh, I, I don't know. No. Not to kids whose mothers worked late at night and only had the TV as their babysitter. Sorry, flashback kid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had, I had all those for I Spy and Man from Uncle. I had all the James superhero Bond. games. Uh-huh. They're all roll and move, kind of draw a card, and that's about it. Yeah. I had a Captain America and the Falcon one. I had a Marvel superheroes one. I had a Star Wars one. Well, I had the Star uh, Wars Escape from the Death Star game. Oh, Escape from the that Death was, Star. That was, that was cool. fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, and I had a Star Wars card game one. No, it's not, I'm sorry, Marvel superheroes one. So to a little kid like that, you know, to okay, adults, well, well, those hopefully, games the, hopefully the Walking Dead is not for little kids. Oh right. But uh, you were gonna. You, you mentioned that there, the CDC has. Oh, uh, we're gonna do that now. Well, wait, okay, it's, it's, it's okay, we're talking about it. There was an announcement today. Did you hear? And I did not hear. Uh, that basically, the CDC uh, kind of warned people to be prepared. For a zombie apocalypse. I am not happy about that. What? No, I am not. Anyway, go Why ahead. Why not? You don't want to be prepared? I fear the zombie apocalypse. And what is preparation going to do? Do you fear really? an earthquake? 
Do you sometimes. fear a tornado? Sometimes. Do you fear a tsunami? Not, not really. Okay. Well, that's the thing. M- a lot of people do not. However, the CDC. I do not live really in tsunami. The country. CDC's plan. But I live in zombie country. The CDC's plan is they think you know what? A lot of people they don't they don't take emergency preparedness serious. Right. So in order to get people prepared for these emergencies, you make something we, up. What if we had a little fun with it? What if we kind of suggested, hey, are you ready for a zombie apocalypse? No. Right. So then you go out and you buy an emergency preparedness kit. And you look at the checklist and go, what are all the things we need to survive a zombie apocalypse? And you know there are tons of fanboys and nerds out there. They're going to go, tee-hee, that sounds fun. Let's go do it. And they're going to do it. And guess what? In preparing for the zombie apocalypse... You're prepared for real disaster. You are prepared is there for a t- any disaster. On the checklist, is there target practice to make sure that you can shoot them in the head? No, but there should be a machete because... All right, I'm down with that then. You don't need to reload a machete. You don't. That's true. Okay. And machete don't text. Okay. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. Was that for a line from the movie? Did you not see machete? I did not see machete. I didn't. Did you see that Google. line in the... Oh, wait. We're not there yet. Well, well, let's get there. because The Cleveland Show? Because the Cleveland Show this week, we began by talking about Trickster uh, and this alternative to Comic-Con. And one of the things was that, of course, people, you know, the artists are like, we're taking Comic-Con back for ourselves so that Hollywood doesn't have control of it anymore. And, of course, that was exactly the topic of the Cleveland Show this week. With Cleveland his, Show went to Comic-Con. With his self-created uh, book. Waiter Man. Waiter Man. <laughs> yes. That was ridiculous. The power of waiters. Yeah, see, that's why I didn't find it all that funny. I just went, ouch. No, but but the, what was funny was just the whole fact. Okay, here's what I loved about all the different beats in the story. So, of course, Comic-Con as a family trip. You know what I mean? As the family vacation. And then he's got to beg his wife in the kitchen, and he's doing that... That kind of begging the wife really dance. That scene. Yeah. I so I thought that was a very true to life scene. I laughed scene. at that when it came out crying. But, uh, <laughs> right. And then I went, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. But then it just had all the different beats, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, getting, first of all, the convention center, you know, from the outside. Uh, it had yeah, all the No virgins allowed. Right. Just kidding. Can you imagine? Right. <laughs> um, I did, did they have like the girls lined up to watch Twilight? No. They made a reference to it. Uh, there was something happened by oh yeah. Uh, well, they just said we're gonna those Twilight freaks already kind of messed it up and yeah. Then Hollywood comes they did make a reference. There's uh, a lot of comic. There's a lot of Comic Con. Stewart got impaled uh, in the episode. There so. was a lot of Comic Con commentary through. I've got to find this episode. Yes. Who's uh, Cleveland's son's name? Was his name Junior? I don't know. I've I've only seen Cleveland maybe two Junior or something. Before. But he a lot of the Comic Con like. Uh, like uh, let's say uh, animosity or whatever from all the fans. He he's kind of he kind of gives it voice. We had like and five different costumes. He was cosplaying the whole thing. Oh yeah, like, it was great. You know, it was kind of funny. How it was just so. Of course, it's a cartoon, but it was funny that it was that fast. Yeah, but it's like we're going to Comic Con this summer, and his son's already dressed like Darth Maul, and like, right. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the thing later, and then is a Navu Navi. <laughs> oh yeah, that was funny. So yeah, no, it's pretty good. I mean, but what they got wrong was they could still move freely about the floor. That was the one. But I mean, story wise, you can't. You know, yeah, there was one scene where like Robert Rodriguez walks away playing a guitar, and I just in my head I went, well, there's no way he'd be able to walk down an aisle playing a guitar like that. There's no way. But maybe uh, on preview day, maybe if he had a booth. And no one else was in the auditorium at the time. Right. I think my favorite and part he's of Robert Rodriguez and yeah. everyone gets out of his way. Yeah. I thought the, my favorite part of the whole episode was the Q and A part where uh, you know Robert Rodriguez was doing a panel. <laughs> <and he's> like, <laughs> okay, that was painfully yeah. true. Yeah. Um, 
I sent you a script three years ago. I didn't read it. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I have this like, idea for a... Thank you. <laughs> like One guy's like, uh, I, I am an actor, uh, or no, I'm a director, writer, producer myself, and sometimes actor, and he's like dressed like Spock or something. Yeah, yeah so it was just ridiculously yeah. so real. The one thing that was missing from the Q&A was, I'd like to thank you on behalf of everyone here for oh, coming out to right. spend time with us. Right. Yeah. They do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, if, if you ever, I mean, if you've never been to Comic-Con and you want to know what it's like, you need to watch the Cleveland Show episode. If you've been to Comic-Con and you want to... See how perfectly they captured it. <laughs> yes. That so, was, yeah. That was it was true. a great episode. That was true. This just in. I did find the Walking Dead board game is coming from Z-Man Games, which is a pretty good game game company, and okay. at end of the summer, okay. late late this summer. So, perhaps. So, and it sounds okay. Perhaps we can do uh, a co-production with uh, Garrett's, Garrett's Games, Games and Geekness. And we play can probably it? And play in, it. Pra- in fact, Doug would probably have me, rather have me give him a review of that than have to suffer through it himself. Okay. Well, then let's, let's take I it. I would play that game. Let's, okay. let's have it. Let's play. Okay. Let's get it and play. Um, and so, related to Cleveland Show, we have the family guy. Produced, created, uh, and voiced by Seth MacFarlane, who is also an actor, or sometimes actor, and a writer, and a director. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Talented guy. And he has been given a franchise, oh, handed about this. R- to the right to reboot a franchise for Fox. And Rick's looking quizzically. He just is this is the one you were saying is going to shock me? Before no, you something more. I've got something else that's going to oh, shock okay. me. Before you tell him, can I give him a clue? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I heard about this. Though. Yes, Seth MacFarlane is going right? to reboot the Flintstones. And you know what I like about this? It's going to prove that MacFarlane, like all good actors who can be, uh, all good writer producer actors who can be funny, can work within the lines. That is exactly what I thought. And, and everybody's gonna, ripping on this and going, prove, "Oh, he's terrible." That's going to prove to the, everyone that he is really a genius who just is incredibly funny and crazy when he wants to be, but can. Can, can yeah, get down this is the challenge. I mean, I would say this is the challenge yeah. for McFarland. This is the first time that someone's because there's so, he's playing in someone else's sandbox. Yep. I'm sure that even well, wait, though, is he going to do it for Fox or for like Cartoon Network? No, I think it's going to be on Fox. They're yeah. looking to do that on Fox. But you don't think he's going to do a Family Guy version of the Flintstones? I don't think so. Because no. why do that? You've already got the Family Guy. That's yeah. what they want, though. That's what no, Fox they don't. wants. They don't. No, they, they want. want the they want it. They wanted a straight up because standard. Warner still controls it. And, and believe me, yeah, they they don't want to screw with the franchise. Okay. You know, you a mean, few as, years as ago, bad as the Fruity Pebbles commercials have done no, it. A few times, to- as year, bad a as a few years ago, they gave John Chris two Falusi, movies. Uh, a few years ago, they gave John Chris Falusi Yogi Bear. I remember those were hilarious. Yeah, so yeah. they're willing to take to push things, but and it's got to take a singular vision. And they were wrong, it. but they were. Hilarious. And this is the and this is the charge to see. And McFarlane, there's no doubt that McFarlane is an incredibly creative individual with a lot of lot of. Talent right. and, and my and frustration with him is that no one tells him no, and he just right. kind of and, and he goes for the easy joke. Right, but I think he's capable of so much more, and so I I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with the Flintstones. Uh, when can we expect that? Uh, it's going to be a while because animation, even even animation on the level he does it, takes a while. Well, I just want to know one thing about the Flintstones. Yes, are we going to have a gay old time? You will. Okay, I hope so. I'm going to have you over. Yeah. No, I mean yeah. the Flintstones. Yeah, I know. That's the, do you think we'll have the theme song? I think undoubtedly we, will. we better. He'd better. I expected. I expected unchanged actually. Because that actually, honestly, I think it was. I think in the movie they changed the grand old time. That's or great stupid. Old time. No, I mean, I mean lyrically. I mean the way yeah. it's produced. I don't think yeah, they'll I, they'll mess with that I either. Think he, Gay he, old time. Yes. And uh, and George Takei says, "Don't say gay." <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, so Wonder Woman, we if you've been wait, following the Wonder fortunes Woman. of the Wonder Woman television pilot, right? Uh, NBC passed on it, and right. then there was a little bit of mourning, and now they're saying actually it's not quite dead yet because the CW is looking for something to fill the gap of Smallville. I wish I could talk about Smallville. I'm still two episodes behind. I have not yet watched the finale, so I, wait missed, a minute. I missed recording the finale. I had to buy it off iTunes. Oh dear! So it's wait on my iPad. The channel that promoted and hyped the cape. For like six months, passed on Wonder Woman. I'm going to tell you something right there. I agree with with that response. Okay. Is that like what they said was? Well, you look and you see what fits, and you and you see what fits, and you see what doesn't fit, and this doesn't fit. I'm like, yeah, on a on a on a network that nothing seems to fit. You know, the joke on the Cleveland show was uh, NBC because why not? There's nothing else on. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, CW is looking to pick it up. The other thing I'd say, and this will take two minutes or less, is that we know we've got Torchwood coming, and Jane Espenson revealed this week that they're working on a, on a web series to be associated with Miracle Day, and she said uh, it's going to have uh, something for, uh, True Dis T R U. Uh, it's shoot now how did she put it that it was she made some pun off dollhouse so it's been revealed that eliza dushku is going to be part of torchwood uh. at least on the online possibly to a spin-off and of course now that that it brings the possibility that eliza dushku could be on doctor who someday gives new meaning to the term torchwood it does okay all right, well that's, that's all we have probably this should week. end on that so if uh, you have any questions comments compliments or commentary if you have supplies that we could use during the zombie apocalypse that'd be great write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com till then this is Derek McCaw editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com Don Lopez the road warrior and Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good no Bad, no one will ever hear that. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.